guys, I have a technology question for you. Oh, oh wow. Hey, okay. question time. Do did we you, have, you, did you submit it? <laughs> that's <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> I actually, I did so that I wouldn't forget um, <laughs> because I, I always check the questions. So I did it as a reminder to myself. And this has come up on the show in the past, but I don't remember where it all landed. What do you do, especially Dan, but really both of you, for smart HDMI switching in a world post that Logitech device? I guess you use my old Logitech in a thing. World. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like I have the Cavo, and yeah. as I think I talked about weeks ago on the show, I had a, a Sonos Playbase die, and Sonos replaced it with a, something else. I don't remember what it's called. <laughs> and uh, my new thing from Sonos, <laughs> Technology. that's my, my new soundbar uses the would you, you get the beam if that's right yeah the beam the beam, the beam. it's gonna scroll back up and find it because you took a picture and sent it to us it uses the hdmi control port on the tv which seems to be confusing the cavo oh it's, it's the, can't it's, control the tv as well and does it CEC. use cc or arc or what is the what's the yeah 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 all that all that stuff CC. all that good <laughs> stuff 240 260 whatever it takes and so i was like oh, there must be other smart hdmi switchers that i could get and there aren't smart ones there's you know most of them are pretty dumb yeah. and like here's a like they'll detect if there's video coming over that one newly and switch to them okay or you can use another shitty remote and use that but like what what do you guys do uh, I don't have that many devices is the answer. I mean, that's I, not actually I, true. I, I buy more TVs. <laughs> that, that's the other end of the spectrum. <laughs> or get rid of devices. Yeah, that's kind of what I had to do. I, I hear you, Lex, because it, it is a frustration. I don't yeah. like adding that extra equipment in the middle necessarily. What's yeah. like? So when I got the PS5, I just I unplugged my Xbox and I like that's, I yeah, did it the yeah. dumb way. That's what I'm doing. That's, that's exactly what I'm doing, too, because... I, I tried the Cavo, which was very nice in many regards, but uh, ran into latency problems playing games on yeah. the Switch, yep. um, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that was unacceptable. Link kept dying. Uh, and then I, I have had a couple of dumb ones, and they just seem like they're more... I mean, like, you have to get up... Like, some of them have remotes, but, I mean, half the time... You don't anyway. want another remote, right? I don't so want another remote. What's good and about... So then, yeah, and then I had, yeah. you know, I had one where, you know, where there was no remote, you had to hit a button on the thing, and it's like... Well, if I'm going to hit a button on the thing, why not just get up and unplug? I mean, like, why am I using this? Yeah, thing? I think the That's... issue is a lot of the new ones. What's cool about a lot of the new devices is that they auto switch. Like if I yep. turn on the PS5 or I turn on my Apple TV these days, it switches all the inputs for me automatically. But the Xbox does not, which was annoying. And so I think this is just a case of like none of the workarounds are good until you get to a point where all your equipment is new enough that it handles it automatically. And even in that case, just getting it, I hear you that finding something with enough HDMI ports. You need a, right, right. You that's need the first TV problem. with 27 HDMI I know. ports. Or, or a receiver. And honestly, or my TV has multiple HDMI ports and I could just use that, but the switching on the TV is such a pain in the ass. Oh, really? Does it not support the automatic switching or is it just that you don't have too many I, devices that don't do it? I don't know. I don't know. I guess I'll try I don't that think, next. And do you well, use the, none, uh, of my t- none of my TVs will do that either. I mean, because it's the Roku ones, and the Roku wants you to go through the Roku interface before it does anything. Like, it doesn't, it won't. That's when, like, I have an old, uh, in my office, I have an old 1080p TV, and it has, I think, like, four? I think it has four HDMI ports, which is, like, more, like, one more than either of my TCLs. And And the thing that I love about it is... It sticks like you turn it on and it fires up the thing that's plugged in and there's no interface. <laughs> it's like, 
it just shows you the thing that you want, the last thing that you used. And I have to go through this interface every time with the Rokus. And it well, so I, I was going to say, I mean, it can't be that like my TV is like eight years old. So it's not like it's a new TV feature. Mine can do automatic switching where the problem is whether the device is connected to it to right. support it's that like, protocol. And yeah. I think most of my devices can because the, the Cavo has always been able to detect. And so that doesn't necessarily mean to do, but you know, the, the challenge is like the TiVo is always on in theory. So it's like the TV, Roku mm-hmm. and Apple TV have to wake up. And so that's how the device notes a signal. But like the TiVo is in theory always on. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't do, know. What is your, what is your remote solution right now? You use the Kava remote or do you use other remotes? Use the Kava remote and sometimes the Apple TV remote if we're on the Apple TV. Yeah. I've gone all Apple TV remote with the exception of, of course, there's always an exception because this, this technology again is so frustrating. When I turn, I can, the PS5 can turn on the TV and switch it to the correct input. But when I turn the PS5 off, I either have to use, you know, wake up the Apple TV and have it switch or I have to turn it off with the TV remote because I can't turn the TV off. And I'm just like, so you can turn the TV on. I'm just like pinching my, my nose here. Like you can turn the TV on, but it's the same signal to turn it off. And you can't just, do that. It's just so annoying. And I can't believe it's not solved better. And honestly, Logitech and Cavo both were doing okay at it. Not great, but okay. And the fact yeah, that like, everything's that's it, that okay. Like, we right? give up. That's the best. Everything, the best there is, is okay. <laughs> that's the problem it's, with this technology. Is Cavo still around or are they still like, they're still around. I mean, uh, and it's uh, like, I, I am thinking of maybe doing like one big old reset on the Cavo and seeing if just learning everything anew helps it out. But it's just, it's just such a fucking pain. Everything's a fucking pain. Everything is a fucking pain. That's our, <laughs> that's our motto Dude, here. You can't use, you can't be the title. Of yeah, it, so. probably yeah. not. Probably not. Everything's, like, an, I, everything's an effing pain. There you go. That's yeah. right. Sanitize well, for you. All right. I guess so. <laughs> I wrote it down. Okay. All right. Fine. Good. All right. I just can't believe how bad this is. That's all. Yeah, it, it is. It is wacky to me. So, because I had this issue when I switched to the Sonos soundbar, it took up an HDMI port, and so I was just at the minimum at that point. Like, I think mine also has four, and it was when getting the PS5 was really what tipped over the edge. But I just figured, well, I'm going to be using this for a while, and probably not the Xbox as much, so I swapped it out for the moment. But yeah, I I looked into all this. Was like, should I just get a switcher or whatever? And and, and everything is bad. Everything is bad. That's there's your title. Everything is bad. <laughs> I'm checking out Cabo's website, and it seems like they have switched to becoming some sort of elder check-in what? company. Like like they're pushing. Oh, so I, it says do I, more I, with TV. Cabo's TV connected platform brings video calls, wellness checks, and assistance requests. Oh, that's a, there's to a pivot. TV. Uh, when you started to say yeah. elder check-in, I was like, my head immediately inserted like elder god check-in. Like this it seems like they're worshiping <laughs> Cthulhu now. Uh, it's quite the. Whoa. This is insane. We're it's clearly help. like the yeah. same company, but this is quite a. Oh, I pivot. think they realized that was not a long-term success. There, the uh, Are everybody you Saturn wants a looking smart... to devour your son. <laughs> We can help with that. Check on them first. Make sure they're edible. (laughs) I just want to say, if I had any hardware ability whatsoever, this is a thing I think I I think, even though nobody's cracked it, I think this is a workable industry. I think this is a disruptable space. But here's the thing. I think this is your classic Dropbox problem, which is it's a feature, right? It's not in in a perfect world. You don't need a separate box to manage this. In so a little bit of perfect yeah. world. We live yeah. in this shithole. I know, right. but like this, like right. Dropbox has the same problem, right? Like they created the thing, like the folder syncing, and it's like a great feature. And then they realized that was not working and they needed to pivot to a whole bunch of other shit. 
to enterprise, right? So the question is, what's the enterprise pivot? Because they did the elderly pivot, which is not the right one. <laughs> you're you're breaking an ankle. Doing doing the elderly elderly pivot. Break a hip. Yeah. <laughs> All three of us like to make the same joke. Uh, two with hips, one with ankle. <laughs> I, I want to be different. Uh, we leave it to the listener to decide who delivered the best. Oh, okay. I didn't hear. Sorry. <laughs> too much crosstalk. I didn't hear you say it. <laughs> That's why people love this podcast. <laughs> the crosstalk. Anyways, I felt bad making the joke about the elderly pivot because I didn't want Moltz to feel seen. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I can pivot with the best of them. Like. <laughs> what's your, what you're doing a new podcast? Is that what's happening? <laughs> right, right. It's turning this Moltz around. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the elderly pivot. Yeah, I don't know. I I think I think it's incumbent upon the manufacturers of the hardware to get this system working better. I mean, I like the fact that the the newest version. And I, my, again, my TV is pretty old, but even that could do the audio return channel through HDMI. So it can do all the audio stuff over an HDMI instead of requiring like a separate connection. And then the newer ones I gather have like, you know, they support more of the better surround, you know, protocol Dolby Atmos or whatever. But like, that's convenient because it means like, okay, I only have to ever have to worry about basically plugging an HDMI cable in and nothing else. Uh, but in that, if that's the case, you need to give us enough HDMI ports. And like that seems yeah. to have been a big problem with TVs. And again, I haven't bought a TV in eight years. But like like Molt said, like you get more than three and you're like, what 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 elder god was I making yeah, sacrifices? Yeah, right. yes, I, I get why they don't do this. I totally understand. And I know that this is not a great idea. But <laughs> all that said, there are there, you know, a lot of routers even apple's old ones had like more than one ethernet port like hey we know you're also going to have a connection out of there and i remember even like super old nintendo hookups sometimes they have like a second cable jack because they know you're going to want to plug in more than one thing yeah and i would love if like if you could buy an apple tv that had three hdmi ports <laughs> i'd be into that that's interesting <laughs> they could just put more ports in there is all i'm saying just somebody give me yeah, some more I, fucking I ports. Think the, yeah. what's going to be interesting about this is there is a shift because there was a point when if you wanted the best home theater set up you bought like a receiver and the receivers often did yep. have a bunch of hdmi ports but we've now yep. moved into a world where it's become consumerized to the point where people want to buy the sound bars and those don't seem to gen- generally offer like that kind of setup at least the ones that i've seen so yeah right which but we have more devices like, than ever which is the other frustrating yeah. end of it like the yeah. sonos beam the previous sonos that i used took the 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 play base which is now no longer made but it took the optical out from my tv which was fun and fine and then now it's just taking an hdmi out from the tv which is fascinating uh and that's how it gets everything right like it, it syncs all the different sounds and make sure it's like the lip sync is the thing that matters most and it's a great device and it's working fine but yeah i don't know i guess i'm gonna go back to using the tv's ports and i think i probably have close to enough and i do have a dumb hdmi switcher that i can use <laughs> i don't know i hate this i cannot believe how bad this is it's crazy it doesn't make any sense i can't believe how bad it is you just need another tv in the other end of the room and then mm-hmm. like different things into yeah, keep doing it devices. the walls are all tiled with tvs in my house i guess i can yeah. just watch a different one <laughs> man that's like ipads that, man. in the bathroom and tvs in the living room i mean that's <laughs> how we do that's i know i'm impressed i'm impressed is all i'm saying dan's been here um <laughs> well listen this feels you're calling like, me out is that what <laughs> yeah I, I keep inviting molds he keeps <laughs> like, not coming at least dan showed up that's right i that's, did i'm, I'm I, thorough like that when was i supposed to come over i'm like, <laughs> Moltz, I anytime the, I, every time okay. you visit the east coast i want you to come here is all, all right okay 
So the my intro to this ad was written by OpenAI.com, just to be clear. Oh, so I'm going to no. read that first. I asked it to write a podcast ad for Sunday, a company that helps you take care of your lawn organically <laughs> using promo code Rebound. And it said, looking for a lush green lawn without any harsh chemicals? Sunday is here to help. We specialize in organic lawn care using natural methods and ingredients to give you the best results. Plus, use promo code Rebound to get 10% off your first order. So that was all written by an AI. What? I, I Yep. 100%. I quit. Now we'll do the real ad. <laughs> I quit Does your lawn. I've been fired. <laughs> you don't have to I'm quit. Saying. You're fired. <laughs> Does your lawn have weeds, bear patches, or pet spots? Sunday can help you solve all these problems and more the easy way. <laughs> I got the discount wrong. It's actually 20%. I was going to say, so that's Sunday, Sunday can help you solve all these problems and more the easy way. They've got everything you need from fertilizer to seeds to weed control, and it's all delivered right to your door in such a great package that even AI can't capture it. Your yard is your personal oasis, so it deserves the best. Sunday helps you grow a beautiful lawn, control pests, and fight weeds without nasty chemicals by creating a lawn care plan for you. All you have to do is visit GetSunday.com, put in your address, and their lawn analysis tool does everything else. They use soil and climate data to create a personal nutrient plan delivered to your door and your lawn when you need it. Sunday's lawn care products are made with your family in mind, so they use ingredients that you can feel good about. Seaweed, iron, molasses. The best part is it really works, and my own lawn is proof. I asked the AI to describe my lawn and said, Lex, I'm watching you right now. That didn't happen, but my lawn looks great. <laughs> uh, the Sunday care products are easy to use. You attach it to your hose. You feel like you actually know what you're doing. Sunday is offering our listeners 20 20% off, despite what artificial intelligence would have you believe. Full season plans start at just $129, and you can get 20% off at checkout when you visit GetSunday.com slash rebound. That's 20% off your custom plan at GetSunday.com slash rebound. Our thanks to Sunday for their support of the rebound. And uh, I don't know, the metaverse? <laughs> so we should. You uh, I, I, okay, so a little backstory on this. Lex was sending us, <laughs> texting <laughs> us these AI-generated obituaries <laughs> I, I did a eulogy started. for myself <laughs> you yes. wrote a eulogy for yourself you had it write a eulogy for i liked you. It, how it emphasized how funny you were i thought that was it, really and nice. i didn't even I tell it to <laughs> it was I so weird the one i want to read the one that you said you sent me did you send it to both of us the biography of you or no why Dan no is no, no that's pretty good but the, the one of me talking to tim cook <laughs> oh i did ask it to create an iMessage conversation between moltz and tim cook do you have that in front of you moltz because you can read the part of you yeah yeah oh you're gonna read you're gonna be tim cook I'll, I'll, good tim. morning <laughs> yeah okay tim, i'll good send it to morning. dan so dan give me tim <laughs> oh okay that's good yeah can you do that all right set, set that up yeah good thank you all right a dramatic so a dramatic reading you ready literally uh, no, all I'm, i did i'm waiting for lex to actually oh, it's, send it's it. oh there it is okay. i just uh, it pasted the actual text uh mac os style um but literally all i did was say write nine message conversation between john moltz and tim cook hi tim hey john what's up just wanted to say thanks for everything you've done for Apple. I'm a big fan. Thanks, John. We appreciate your support. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, like, this is the same people who made the like the, the fancy Dolly. I think they don't make Dolly Mini, although people contributed to the same code base. But what this thing can do with really minimal prompts is bonkers. The the uh, one that boy. you sent, I which I showed my wife, which was the story about how we came up with the podcast. <laughs> which is amazing because it feels it start it starts very much like this is entirely plausible and then gets weird and then gets, and then gets unrealistic yeah. right which right. is uh, i will i'll narrate this lex friedman dan Moore, and john Moles were sitting around in a bar one night drinking and chatting story checks out so far they were all yep. successful podcasters in their own right <laughs> yeah. not at the time but that's okay and they had a lot of fun doing it all right sure 
They yeah. joked about starting their own podcast. True. And then they decided to do it. Also, <laughs> also true. true. <laughs> they started planning right away. Yeah. Mm, and they so were yeah, soon ready a little bit. <laughs> soon ready to launch their new show. <laughs> they called it <laughs> This is the Lex and Dan show. <laughs> this is the part where I checked out. <laughs> and it quickly became one of the most popular podcasts around. They talked about everything from the latest tech news to their personal lives. Check. And they had a great time doing it. Also nope. check. They quickly gained a loyal following of listeners. All right. And they were soon making a living off their podcast. <laughs> not no, true. not even remotely true. It was a great success. And they were proud of their accomplishment. Yeah, that's okay, true. I'll allow it. Yeah, but yeah. like it, it didn't have the facts. <laughs> My response was, "FYI, I will not be appearing on the Lex and Dan show because fuck you guys." <laughs> I assume the, um, it found not playing with Lex and Dan, and that is how it became the Lex and Dan show, as it I was like no sucking in all the information about it. Right, it spit me out. <laughs> yep, sorry. <laughs> It really it's is better than the other one you like, sent where we called the podcast Tech Talk. Which is yes. Yeah. The worst name for now, a podcast. I sent Moltz one that really truly upset me because I asked it to create like create a podcast pitch or something for a let me let me get it verbatim so you can know why it was like shocking to me. But I said create write a pitch for a podcast about finding mistakes in movies and TV shows. And it started. I won't read the whole thing, but it said, Welcome to What the Flub, a podcast dedicated to finding. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a really good title. And I looked, there is nothing called What the Flub. Are you it made fucking that up? kidding me? Well, and it was What the Flub question mark exclamation point, which is exactly the right way to write it. Welcome yeah. to What the Flub, a podcast yeah. dedicated a podcast dedicated to find the mistakes in your favorite movies and TV shows. Join us each week as we comb through a different film or show looking for continuity errors, plot holes, and anything that just doesn't make sense. It's a fun, lighthearted show that's perfect for movie TV buffs who like to nitpick and point out when things don't add up. So whether you're a casual viewer or a hardcore cinephile, come on over and join us on What the Flub. God, I'm so mad about that title. I, just take it don't even i couldn't <laughs> sleep thinking about what the flub anyway welcome to what the flub are we are speaking of pivots are we a hundred percent sure that this is not like a mechanical turk situation it's <laughs> not like yeah, someone yeah. just no, writing no, all of this shit out there we are not sure about that at all because i'm a little worried for my livelihood it's weird it's really weird isn't it yeah yeah i don't know i mean combined with the you know i joked about lex is sending a ai version of himself to the show instead but i feel like it's just close enough to be possible that it's unsettling like lex you have been on hundreds if not thousands of hours of podcasts i Mm -hmm. fully believe an ai could probably scrape all of that easily build a model (laughs) of your voice and probably fake your appearance well enough, maybe? Well, I mean, I, I, certainly there are multiple companies in the podcasting technology and audio technology space working on doing synthetic voice. Right. So I mean, and they like, use them yeah, for yeah, like, yeah. without humans. Right. And they I mean, use yeah, them for no... sci-fi, for um, not sci-fi, but TV show stuff, right? Like in the recent, yeah. recent Star Wars series, there are characters based on actors who like, they don't sound like that anymore. And they've like digitized all their voices and built models of their voices to make them say the words that they want them to say. And it's, it varies from being like okay to actually pretty fucking good in some places, and it's terrifying. Yeah. And it's yeah. only going to get better, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And ah, uh, yeah, I don't know. Right, right. we're it's, done. It's an AI's world. We're just, we're just living know. in it, <laughs> barely. <laughs> well, I had Lexi. You were talking about a, uh, a tech frustration, which I wanted to talk about. One that I had, which was uh, this... to be clear, one we didn't solve. <laughs> Uh, yes, true. I'm so no, sorry. It's, in, it's unsolvable. Yeah, it's, it's, it's above our pay grade, problem. I think, is the problem. Mm-hmm. I had this issue with my Macs where I could not 
get in via file sharing to my MacBook Air from my iMac. Like, oh, you yeah. know, the sidebar and you click, you know, your computer and it shows your files. And like, I'd like to copy stuff back and forth. And I could get into my iMac from my MacBook Air, but going the other way was not working. And it, I spent a really long time trying to figure out what was going on. Eventually tracked down that the port for SMB file sharing was closed, even though it looked open from the air and the firewall pane claimed that it was accepting connections. But I had to go to the command line and discover I had never touched the firewall on the command line before, but I figured out how to do it. And sure enough, it was set up to block connections and I told it to unblock it and it's been totally fine, which was amazing to fix. But... What baffled me about it was the first of all the, the the system preferences reported that this was everything was working great and I turned it off I turned it on I did all this jazz no idea how it got that way this is on my Air which is a relatively new install because I you know I installed fresh when I got it a couple of years ago so it's not like it's got years of cruft on it or whatever but the other thing that and I'll add this on the podcast because I probably I didn't I sort of alluded to this in the post I wrote about it which was I had in the meantime updated to Ventura and this was an issue even before I updated to Ventura so nothing had changed but I thought maybe this will reset some stuff or whatever and as you may know they redesigned the system preferences in Ventura which oh, a lot yeah. of people have been very critical about <laughs> one thing I discovered as I was doing this is there's currently no firewall pane anywhere <laughs> you cannot access the firewall v- via the gui in ventura uh. right now <laughs> that pain does not exist and so i went like oh let me double check and i was like wait where is it i'm like searching for <laughs> firewall i was like oh there's not even a there's not even an well, option they, for this they took the one yeah i mean they took the preferences from ios and just right but there over, is right? other I mean, mac specific stuff in there that they clearly yeah, have added I guess they just they they either yeah i think they haven't gotten into it yet <laughs> i think it will it get there yet. in a subsequent beta yeah, but it had a moment of like oh right. no what do i do now <laughs> i did see somebody write that if you install the old yes you can bring over the old preference. ones or i i i don't remember which direction i think yeah, you I guess just you take the old the one over and you can make it work yeah i think yeah. you can take even individual preference panes and bring them over which is a little wild it's, it's literally bringing the pain how do you uh, are they just like a file someplace? Yeah, there's a file someplace that you can get because it used to. You remember you can install third party preference panes. So like there is a, yeah, like a doc. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can. Do, and I have to, I have. do I have to rebuild my desktop after I do that? That's always a good idea. <laughs> Zap your pram. That's that funny. I think about now. zapping the PRAM, and I think I forgot all about rebuilding your desktop. I thought about. <laughs> I think about repairing permissions, but rebuilding, that rebuilding the desktop is the first thing that I think of because I, I, I also, used to do that all the time because I was always messing around with res edit and, and yes. making new mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. icons and stuff like that because i was an idiot and um <laughs> that was the first thing you had to do i miss the uh the interrupt switch you remember the interrupt switch <laughs> yes. on those old yeah Macs? where you get like the yeah. console yeah. right like and you get, yeah 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 you could do some serious damage by which i mean crash your computer over and over again yep. <laughs> thing. Always, always good it was fun living on the edge back in the day wasn't it yeah <laughs> like computers are really good now i think it's worth acknowledging oh, yeah. like those computers crashed and the whole computer died and oh, that just yeah. doesn't happen Everything anymore. it happens so rarely yeah. i've maybe had like, it like maybe cur- once a year kernel panic or something sure yeah. but like it's it's not that common sure no i god i haven't had a kernel panic in forever i've not had on, one or wood, two yeah. but not yeah it's certainly not a lot I did want to mention on the Ventura side, I also tried, uh, uh, there is a demo you can try on, I think, linked off the consortium site for the passkey stuff so that you can actually set up like a passkey and try logging with a passkey. And I thought that was pretty great. I mean, that system cannot come soon enough for me, honestly. It is yeah. so much easier. And I just thought about, as I uh, got a note, even in like um, the drop down address bar for Safari, like I started typing in something and you know how it shows you all the like you know, suggestions or whatever. But in one of my apps, or at one point it was showing me like a, a warning about a compromised password, like in the location bar dropdown. 
And I was like, this is handy. Like, it's good. You should alert someone. But I hate that it needs to be done. I hate that we need to have that section in the password manager is like, here's all your passwords that have potentially yeah. been compromised by data breaches. Oh I cannot wait for that to be over. I am so hype. And I just am like... Oh, I really appreciate having all of your passwords. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you my pass keys. It's cool. By the way, I know we, we, we had a, a Twitter fan. I don't think mock us, but laugh at us. What, what are we saying is the right way to pronounce the new version of Mac OS? <laughs> The V word. Uh, this people. This, this. I think it's somebody who commented to a number of people. I get. I think the cor- correct, quote unquote, correct way to say it is Ventura. Ventura with a not C- with a C-H. Right? Yeah, not yeah. Ventura. Then okay, so yeah. But I, I say I was fuck looking that, it up. After you can that. say whatever you want. <laughs> right. Exactly. As long as people know what you're saying, then it's fine. And I, I've I lived in L.A. and I, I referred to Ventura at the time, and nobody ever corrected me. But uh, Ventura, I guess. Some That's people what Google get, says. Some people get really annoyed about pronouncing things and i and you think know those people you need google, a hobby <laughs> wait that is their hobby <laughs> when you google how to pronounce a thing and i know that uh multi-use is duckduckgo despite the fact that it keeps on getting worse and worse but google lets you <laughs> press a button to hear the word pronounced you can now switch to the british pronunciation you can tell it to pronounce it more slowly and you can practice it and have it grade you and it's crazy like the number the, the fact that all that is built into just google search results yeah but when you practice it, it it's just using it to build its model of you for podcasts yeah, exactly, like, so yeah, stop right, that yeah it's also so it can use your voice as a password um my, I, my voice password to many things is ventura ventura <laughs> i did see by the way there was a new story that ios 16 will let you essentially like not circumvent captchas but essentially prove like go behind the scenes yeah, and it. authorize right. you which yeah. is on the one hand really good on the other hand i'm i have a f- contact form on my website and i get spam from that constantly and i have like it has a captcha on it I've tried upgrading the CAPTCHAs to like newer versions of the Google CAPTCHAs and none of them seem to work. I get spanned in Russian at least a couple times a day through that form. I don't know if it's just Probably people. Probably by humans. That's the thing. Yeah. It's like, is it just people filling it out? Because that's super annoying. We pay them top dollar here at Amazon to do that. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> and you don't let them unionize. <laughs> we, what? Um, <laughs> sorry, I was going through a tunnel. Yeah. Can't say that. <laughs> sorry, I said the U word. You did. I love this great country of ours. So we do have some listener questions. All right. These are members of Rebound Prime, prime.reboundcast.com. Not just my own question, which is still in my inbox. Listener Kevin, I'm going to just read this verbatim, says, what's your best Father's Day memory? Sorry, Dan. I have <laughs> memories of Father's Day, just yeah, not really, from yeah. me. <laughs> Jeez. That we know of. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's that time an 18-year-old showed up on my doorstep and said, Dad? <laughs> right, right, right. Dad? I, I, I don't know. I, I don't have, like, I mean, I, I remember being excited about my first one. And then, honestly, my most recent one, my son, uh, Liam, was in a, a rock show that day. So we, we sat and watched him be awesome for a couple hours, and that was fun. So I, I like all of them. I like all of them when my kids remember it's Father's Day. There was definitely a thing where nobody remembered in my house for a little while, which is, like, I, I try not to take it personally, but you're also, like, very aware, like, to me, there's a wait it's father's day and no one has said anything um and then at like nine o'clock everybody's phone nudged them <laughs> that today was father's day and um but before that happened lauren was saying to liam hey what day is it today and he's like sunday <laughs> and she's like but what makes today special I was like, oh my rock shop show and she's like what else and he had no idea and then like i'm pointing at myself and shit eating green he's like oh father's day. so that's fine but no it was actually really fun to just see my kids get to do a thing that they enjoyed doing that was i enjoyed that so the, the most recent one. I tried that move, by the way, once with my wife when uh, our we were dating about our anniversary. And I was like, oh, you know what tomorrow is? And she's like, Alexander <laughs> Hamilton's birthday? <laughs> no relation. Yeah. 
I don't I don't have an answer. I don't have an answer for this. I don't like I mean, I, I've had many very nice Father's Days. Um, you know, I mean, this past one was lovely as well. Um, but I don't I mean, I don't have like one that's like a particular standout. Sorry, listener. <laughs> yeah, I know. I wish I could help you. <laughs> uh, listener Tomo, right? It's also the wrong show. You, you meant to write into the other. <laughs> listener Tomo says, after the initial hype over Glass as a definite Instagram killer app, the enthusiasm mm. seems to have disappeared. I'm not even opening the app anymore, even though it's on my home screen, let alone posting new photos. With a yearly subscription about to be renewed, here are some questions for you. Will it survive? Will it kill Instagram? Should I keep paying them? I have many thoughts on this, Tomo. I don't think it was ever hyped as a definite Instagram killer. And I can't tell if you're being sarcastic there or not. I don't think apps kill other apps. I mean, yes, Facebook <laughs> over time killed MySpace and Friendster. But um, <laughs> I, and then the rest of democracy. But so I am bummed every time I launch Glass because it's basically an app where I go to see my photos and photos from five or six other people. <laughs> That's it. And I suppose I could also be trying to follow more people, but I only want to follow people I know, which I do. And I... I will say that it's not Instagram, and I don't even think it's trying to be an Instagram killer because people don't no. like on Instagram. I post my family photos and stuff and silly right. things, and on Glass, people are trying to post good photos. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's going to disappear, which is a bit my problem with it. I mean, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I actually get into it quite frequently, but I don't post to it very frequently because I feel like the bar is so high. I never have photos that I feel are good enough to post to it. Yeah, I, I I very recently decided, you know, I'm going to post some pictures of my kids. I'm going to post some pictures of my cats and like whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it's, I appreciate yeah. that. I'm, I'm glad that you're doing that. I am. Um, it's it's for you, but the because there's nobody else looking. But the <laughs> I don't think it'll go anywhere because I think that plenty of people are paying for it. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm probably. I'm. I think mine already came up, and I think I paid for it already. So I am. I decided I was going to let it renew because they're trying something. It's cheaper. You know, it's like I don't mind paying. It's it's cheaper than Flickr Pro, which I would have done if it was more. I mean, it's just it's too much or what I want to do with it. So I don't pay for Flickr Pro anymore, which I paid for for years when it was like 25 bucks. And now it's like 60 or something like that. That just seems like that's that's more than what I... And plus there's there's also nobody on Flickr. Right, it's even worse. <laughs> it's worse, yeah, it's worse. I, 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 follow, I follow a bunch of people I don't know, um, but it's mostly, for me, it's a thing that I will look at when I wake up first thing in the morning and I reach for my phone... And it's something where I can just I can mindlessly look at some pretty pictures for a while, which is um, a good way to wake up as opposed to like looking at the news. I have not used that app. I mean, I think I signed up for the trial and then I just you did the free trial. Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't it wasn't for me. Like, I appreciate what they're trying to do, but I don't even post to Instagram that much. And I just I didn't really want to pay for something. That I will I, say another, Dan, another place you, to go. If you promoted a book on glass you'd be the only person doing that so it could really stand out go i mean is that people get very angry i was gonna say is that is that kosher Uh, (laughs) probably not listener yitz submitted not one not two but three questions oh yitz you got to take it down a notch (laughs) it starts with the uh there's a long one a very short one and a short one the long one i always get so excited for new wwdc features but then heed the advice about not installing betas unnecessarily i believe as we record the public betas are going to come out today the problem is by the time the new features are released in september i'm so jaded about them because i've been thinking about them all summer i never end up using them any suggestions is my only option to join the public betas if so do the public beta profiles automatically expire when the actual release happens it's always a pain to remember to switch back from the dev beta to the release version in the rare occasions that i've installed the dev beta for actual development it's a lot of this, and I'm not making a joke here. A lot of this sounds like a, a you thing. You shouldn't be jaded about features you haven't used before you've used them just because people have written about them already. I get it. 
it's a it's a hype up thing. But I would say try the public beta. And yes, set a, I mean, when the official it, thing it, comes it, out, delete the profile. That's it won't it, it won't yeah. officially expire. I will say I think the biggest challenge sometimes is remembering all these features exist for me. Yes. Like hundred percent. Yeah. And I'll be like, Oh yeah, that thing that came out like last right. year and I never used it. And it's like, some of that's a testament to like, well, if you don't remember it and don't use it, do you really need it? Right? Like, is it something that will end up actually changing the way that well, you, you do might. things? You, you know, might. I mean, that's the you thing. Might, and I but don't, you also I, may yeah. not because it may True. just not be, and I'm not suggesting like I've but, tried to like search. But Dan, this is a technology podcast. Yeah. <laughs> is it? Though? We're supposed to be talking about new features, new technologies. No, I mean like a lot of stuff's good. I think the problem with a lot of Apple features in recent years is a lot of times they take buy-in from either like thir- from third parties of some kind, right? Like I was just talking about passkeys. Like passkey is a great feature, but you're going to need to wait till the website's adopt it for it to actually be useful. The thing that Apple came out with with a license, putting your driver's license in a you know, wallet, mm-hmm. I think has a lot of potential to it. But again, you need to wait for the state. Then you need to wait for third-party like sites to accept it, etc. Like, so some of the stuff you get like a delayed release like excitement about because it's, it's not there on day one. And I think that's become more common because the stuff they're trying to do is often more ambitious than it used to be. Yeah. And I, I think there's also just the problem of new features are more tucked away because they've done all the quote-unquote obvious things or the things that feel obvious to us. But it's just harder to remember how well, to they don't want to. They don't want to flip the... I was going to say apple cart, but they don't want to flip the whole thing over. Uh, Cabbages. Uh, yeah. And I think some of it is also that we've gotten very set in our ways, so trying to retrain your brain to use a new right. feature is You've sometimes very trick. set in your ways. <laughs> I am. It's true. You've like, gotten very set in that joke. <laughs> that's, that was, yes. That was the meta-narrative. <laughs> Because I, well, I was just going to say, like, I, I again, I've been playing around with both iPadOS 16 and and Ventura. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to overpronounce it every time. <laughs> no. Venti. I call it Venti. Huzzah. <laughs> you know, things like uh, the snoozable reminders in mail, like, which I think is a cool feature. But I've, like, kind of created a system to work around that now. And it's like, all right, I, I need to, like, consciously make an effort to use this. And then I hope that it sort of sticks because it, you know, it actually improves things. But you never know until you start using it. Yitz also says, bonus question, who would win at Glenning, Glenn or Lex? So Yitz is uh, <laughs> referring to Glenn Fleischman and referencing the thing where Glenn always has a connection to any person who comes up in conversation. See, we've discussed this, though. Like, right. Glenning and Lexing is different, are two different things. Right. Yeah. And that's so I, I think that Glenn would win at Glenning because it's a very distinctly Glenn thing. Because it's not yes. like I have, I know this person, or I've, it's like my cousin's uncle's dog walker once saw that person. And like, okay, that's that's a Glenn connection, <laughs> and he will make sure you know. I, I like to sneak mine in subtly, and it's people who I actually know who are in my phone. That's so it's a very different thing. Glenn wins at Glenning. <laughs> Quick question <laughs> Do you think you're sneaking yours in subtly? <laughs> Hmm? We know it's funny. I was talking to Weirdly Yankee about that the other day, and he's like, <laughs> So, no, that would be a no. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, oh, this is not a third question from me. It's I'm sorry. It's I'd be smirched your good name. I so penultimate question is from ifix.cz, who says, Do you think that this year, since Microsoft banned installs of Windows in Russia, will finally become the one of the Linux desktop? <laughs> Boy, that was a, a, a rough structure, but I get the question. Yes, the answer is yes. This is the year of Linux. It's the year the of the Linux on the desktop. All hail Linux in on Rus- the desktop. In Russia. Oh, in Russia. Sorry. That's a heck of an asterisk. And finally, our our old friend and non-stoner, Jack Carlson, says, when your kids are your age, what do you think or hope technology will allow them to do that we can't do today? (laughs) End world hunger? Yeah. Voting free and fair elections? (laughs) (laughs) Not not fear the demise of everything every day? 
not get into car accidents all the time. <laughs> oh, man. Post on a Twitter not owned by a billionaire. <laughs> Post on Twitter and not feel like shit about it afterwards. <laughs> this got dark real fast. <laughs> not tweet. <laughs> tweet by thinking with AR. Whoa, whoa, no, no, I've got it. Ooh, Lex, I've go. got it automatically have your devices turn to the correct input on your TV and have enough HDMI ports to connect all of them at once. It'll never happen. It's ridiculous. That's why Dan is a professional podcaster. (laughs) He did it. He brought it back around. I'm sorry. No, that was was too unrealistic. (laughs) Yeah, that'll never happen. He said when our kids are our age. For my kids, that's 40. That's uh, I have to do math now. That's 25 years from now for my oldest. Yeah. Won't happen by then. Nope. Mm -mm. Do you think we'll still be using HDMI in 25 years? Do you think they'll come up with that? ever come up with anything better? Coax lasted a really long time. That's true. It still does exist. I mean, I do think that more things will move to MagSafe style, not MagSafe specific, but like more things will work to where it doesn't have to be in. shoved in. It'll use you know magnets. Oh, you're thinking <laughs> like like, like iPhone MagSafe style, not like MacBook MagSafe style. Either right, but where well, where just like well, where your your cables connect by contact versus by like force. <laughs> I mean, they all connect by contact. It's just, yes, I, I see what you're saying. The connectors are magnetic as opposed to things that you actually have to, like, pop into something. Yeah. 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 So far, no. none of those transfer data. There isn't, I mean, I wouldn't imagine that there would be a problem transferring data next to the magnets. <laughs> no, I mean. Well, like, the, the, actually, the MagSafe ones on the Mac do, right? Because if you get that brick that's a MagSafe, but that also has an Ethernet port. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And, okay. and I believe. You just got lexed. I stand corrected. Yeah, I mean. I think that the only limitations right now may be speed, but I went to school with MagSafe. You remember MagSafe. You guys know MagSafe. (laughs) MagSafe is that old? (laughs) I thought it was. I went back to school. Uh, Speaking of old things. (laughs) (laughs) I let it go, but yes. Uh, It's the Lex and Dan show. (laughs) (laughs) I did just post about this, but there was an update to iWork today and pages. uh, This is a thing that only old people will appreciate. Mail merge is back. That was like my first job out of college was doing mail merges. I did <laughs> very similar things even. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I, I there was a workaround for this and it involved basically an app that was written by Sal Segoyan that like you had to use to get oh stuff my God, out. Really? It was a pain in the ass because you could do it through like scripting basically. But he made and he made a very nice app to simplify it basically as much as you could without it being part of the existing software. And this app feels a lot like it borrowed from that so uh you know building it back in is great and it's available on on the iphone and the ipad for the first time yeah which that's is really kind of nice. amazing yeah, yeah so I, i'm an open book with our listeners and with you my dear friends and co-hosts so I, I will just be transparent about the fact that all my brain is screaming over and over again is oh mail merge that was also the original name for grinder <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> I, I want to turn it off sometimes. If I could have an artificial intelligence that would just not do that, I would take it. I also want to turn you off sometimes. You're, <laughs> yeah. the, ne- the next time we're going with the artificial intelligence. <laughs> 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 